Hi there, Bob. How are you? <laughs> a little bit snowbound. Yeah. Did you wear your winter boots today, Devin? Oh, yeah, I have boots <laughs> with me. Yeah, and Frankie. I had to yeah. dig out my winter boots. wasn't really prepared. I should have been because uh, the weatherman gave us plenty of notice. That oh, we yes. We were going to have some kind of uh, bad weather here. But you know what? I think that a lot of people get surprised when it actually does happen. Yes, yeah. Well, we're going to move right along today. Um, Insight Peterborough is a project of the uh, Peterborough chapter of the Canadian Council of the Blind, uh, or CCB. And if you want to find out uh, more about the CCB and the programs that we offer, you can write to ccbpeterborough at gmail.com ccbpeterborough at gmail.com. That's Canadian Council of the Blind, correct? Yes, yeah. And the reason that I say we have to move along is because we actually have three guests. Last week we had uh, uh, to uh, rely on a a podcast, and this week we've got three guests, so uh, I'm calling it feast or famine. (laughs) Uh, Anyway... Um, I got news from uh, John Morris the other day that Norm Post has passed on. Well uh, known in this area as a yes. singer and an entertainer. Yeah. So let's start with um, Christmas Time in the Country by the uh, singing Post family. All right. Each December in the country when the snow is on the ground And the children are as happy as can be They're looking towards Christmas Day and the presents to be found Christmas morning underneath the Christmas tree For it's Christmas time in the country When Santa Claus comes once again It's Christmas time in the country Peace on earth, good will towards men. Now it's Christmas time in the country, and the children know each year that old Santa will be coming with new toys and lots of cheer. They're hoping that he'll bring the things that they want most of all. Little Kenny wants a brand new bike, little Debbie wants a doll. Oh, it's Christmas time in the country, when Santa Claus comes once again. Yes, it's Christmas time in the country. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Now when finally Christmas Day arrives and Santa's been and gone, we gather round the fireplace and sing our Christmas songs. Uncle Fred and Aunt Heidi sing the loudest of us all. Then the children, they all shout aloud, Merry Christmas, holiday! Oh yes, it's Christmas time in the country When Santa Claus comes once again Yes, it's Christmas time in the country Peace on earth, good will towards men Oh yes, it's Christmas time in the country When Santa Claus comes once again Yes, it's Christmas time in the country and that was Norm 
post and the Singing Post family with Christmas time in the country. And of course, we pass along condolences to the uh, Singing Post family and anyone who was associated with them. Well, uh, it is coming up uh, Christmas very shortly, Bob. Are you or ready? Sure. No, not at all. No? Not at all. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I found out that there is a program um, being um, uh, sponsored by, or at least put on, by uh, Home Instead, and uh, it is for seniors. It's called Be a Santa to a Senior, and because uh, so many seniors do have disabilities, I thought I would uh, uh, chat with him about it, and uh, earlier this afternoon, I had the chance to speak with Glenn Robson, who is the uh, managing uh, director of the uh, uh, franchise uh, in uh, Peterborough and Lakefield. So here's my chat with uh, Glenn Robson about Be a Santa to a Senior. First of all, Glenn, thanks so much for being with us on uh, the program. Well, Devin, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the invitation. Maybe you could begin by telling us a little bit about what Home Instead is. Yeah, Home Instead was founded in 1994 by Paul Lori Hogan in Omaha, Nebraska. And it was found after, founded after Paul um, saw the need to care for his aging grandmother. And after doing that for quite a number of years, he realized that in-home care uh, could be a huge benefit to senior communities all over the world. And so he launched Home Instead as franchises. Today there are 1,100 around the world, and we are the local franchise here in Peterborough. All right, terrific. And there are franchises probably across uh, the country? Yeah, across Canada, there are about 44 different independently owned and operated franchises in, in Canada now. Terrific. Uh, what kind of programs do you offer? Well, there are a number of things. So if you can think about anything that would enable seniors to live in place and age at home uh, that's non-medical is essentially what our team does. So anything from companionship care where we would uh, spend time with seniors in their home, take them to medical appointments, um, shopping, shopping trips, um, often it's just having a cup of tea, uh, playing crossword puzzles together to light, light housekeeping, uh, meal preparation. And then we also do um, personalized care, which might be uh, helping with grooming, helping with the uh, morning routines or evening routines. And our specialization is uh, supporting uh, our clients with Alzheimer's and dementia. So if you can think of all the care needs across the continuum uh, for aging seniors in their home and post-surgery clients as well. Okay. Um, so you do have... Uh people that would go in and uh, just make sure that incisions are still clean and that sort of thing, but they can't uh, administer medication, is that right? Well, yeah, our team is uh, really non-medical, so they wouldn't be doing things like wound care, things like that. that would, those would be other organizations, perhaps the VON. Um, our team just does everything, pretty much everything else, uh, just to help prevent falls, to help encourage well-being, uh, that sort of thing. Okay. Now, I understand that you do have a program at this time of year called Be a Santa, Santa to a Senior. 
Can you talk a little bit about that for us? Yeah, certainly. This is probably, in my mind, one of the most exciting things that we get to do uh, being part of Home Instead. So Via Santa to a Senior was actually started back in 2003 as a, as a way to give back to older adults and in our community and in communities around the country and, quite frankly, around North America. And many of these adults have had a significant positive influence on our lives. So it's just a way to bring those that perhaps don't have family members nearby or perhaps are in financial need. It's a way to bring them cheer over the, over the holiday season. So essentially the way it works is we partner with businesses and local not-for-profits um, and retail partners. So we have four key retail partners here in the Peterborough and Lakefield area. They host a Christmas tree. We get names of seniors in the community that um, are eligible. We'll write those names on these Christmas bulbs as, as well as the wish list for these seniors. Then folks can come into one of these four tree locations and pick up a bulb and then return unwrapped gifts to those tree locations uh, by December 8th. And our team picks it up. We have wrapping parties and then we distribute those gifts um, to, the, to the seniors. All right, that sounds good. Um, do you have any suggestions as to what gifts might be, or does that come along with the? Does the person picking up the bulb? Oh yes, they would uh, get the name of the uh, of the senior that they would be wrapping for or buying for, would they? Well, it's, it's a great, uh, great question, Devin. So what essentially happens is we'll work with different long-term care communities as well as those seniors within our community, and they'll provide us with uh, the first name as well as gifts that are on their wish list. It might be two, three, four, even five gifts. So all the gift items are there. And then, and then when folks pick up those names, they can go shopping, and they know specifically what gifts to purchase. We even have the, the sizes of the individual as well. So if they want a sweater or a cardigan, which many of them do want, um, the sizes are there. Um, we've seen many that want things like moisturizing cream, just the common needs of, of daily living. Uh, none of the gifts are anything ostentatious. It's just quite humbling because these are really basic needs um, that, that we have, and these are what they're being requested for for Christmas. That's terrific. That's a wonderful idea. Uh, so what locations uh, should people go to if they want to get involved in this? Well, yeah, the, the response, I would say the response to the community has been overwhelming. Oh, good. Um, and we are, we're getting close to actually meeting a number, uh, satisfying a number of our gifts for our seniors. But we do have four locations. I'll mention them to you. And I know at least one or two of them still have bulbs left. So we have Sherwin-Williams Paint Store, 950 Lansdowne Street. We have Wellwise by Shoppers Drug Mart at 745 Lansdowne Street, uh, Salon Sorella and Day Spa, 42 Queen Street in Lakefield, and um, Gentry Apparel, 377 uh, George Street. Now, I would mention, Devin, if I could, that if, if folks go to any of these locations and we no longer have bulbs on the tree, well, be excited because this community has supported this initiative substantially. But what we really do need, uh, we really do need large gift bags and tissue paper so they can be brought to these locations and we'll collect them because now we, we have all these wonderful gifts that we have to wrap up and present them well to our seniors. Wow, that sounds like quite a, a job too. Do you, do you need help in wrapping? 
Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. Um, uh, and uh, if, if anyone wants to help out with wrapping, we're having uh, wrapping, wrapping parties December 11th and December 12th. And they can call our office here for details and sign up for a time frame. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing that. We have hundreds of gifts to wrap, and we're really looking forward to having a good time uh, oh. doing that. Terrific. Now, what is the number there? The number is 705-743-5697. Okay. That's terrific. All right. Um, is there anything else that uh, you wanted to mention about that? Well, I just say this, Devin, that um, often uh, our seniors get forgotten over the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have one in four seniors live, are living alone in Canada. We have, 60, we have six million seniors in our country. Uh, one and a half, almost one and a half of them report feeling lonely. That's Stats Can 2016. Um, so we need to do something about this. We need to engage with our senior community. We need to make them feel valued and appreciated and remembered over the Christmas season. I'm just going to leave you with one last example. We had one individual, and the only thing this senior requested were personalized Christmas cards so she could read those cards over the Christmas season. Aww. So let's not forget our seniors. Um, as we remember our children, as we have the joy of getting together and celebrating together with families, um, let's do our part to make the lives of others joyful. That's for sure, because they certainly made our lives joyful as we have been growing up. Absolutely right. This is their opportunity to give back just a little. And just a little makes a big impact. And that was uh, the finish of that interview, uh, Bob, because somebody came to my door. So I had to uh, cut it off there, but you have all the information. And uh, being a Santa to a senior sounds like one heck of a lot of fun, doesn't it? Well, you know what? I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, folks there that would just appreciate a visit. You know, for people to come in and be uh, concerned about their well-being and how they're doing, and maybe while you're there, uh, a person might see something that is needing really to be done. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, um, we'll move on to the next interview because um, we have uh, lots happening. Uh, and tomorrow is, today was Cyber Monday, of course, uh, the, uh, all of this is based on the American Thanksgiving. So after that, last Thursday was Black Friday. And I, I, I know there's a reason why it's called Black Friday, but I don't know it offhand. But anyway, this uh, yesterday was, oh, today is Cyber Monday. And then tomorrow... Does that mean we head for outer space? <laughs> no, we head to the Internet and uh, buy and buy and buy and buy uh, oh, all that, sorts of merchandise, uh, whether we need it or not. <laughs> sure. And there's lots of it there. For yes, sure. that's for sure. And then tomorrow is uh, Giving Tuesday, and that's the beginning of a fundraising campaign for the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians, which is uh, across Canada organization. Uh, we don't have a chapter here in Peterborough yet, yet, but I'm hoping someday soon. And it, uh, as you'll hear, it's in no competition whatsoever with the uh, CCB. So, or, or the CNIB? 
Uh, well, uh, no, no competition with mm-hmm. them, no. Okay, so uh, I had the chance to chat earlier today with Chantal Oakes uh, from her home in Kelowna, British Columbia. Wow. But we in Peterborough can take advantage of the fundraising campaign as well, and this is our chat. Well, hi there, Chantal, and welcome back to the program. Thank you for having me. So let's begin uh, just to review. What is AEBC, or the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians? The Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians, AEBC, is a grassroots organization whose members are primarily comprised of blind, deafblind, and partially sighted individuals, Canadians. Um, we, of course, have many members who are sighted, who basically are wanting to be supporters of our organization and have joined as members as well. We strive to um, promote um, independence and abilities of folks who are members and for all Canadians who are blind, deafblind, and partially sighted. Now, I have to um, ask you, uh, you see, this program is a project of the Canadian uh, Council of the Blind. Are there some members of AEBC who are also members of CCB? Absolutely, and uh, they, any member from any organization, as far as I know, is not precluded to only be members of one in particular. Um, There are many members who have uh, membership in several organizations, and I would say, at least as far as I understand and and the way I look at it, is that you don't get the same things from the the, um, different organizations out there. So from one organization, such as CCB, you may get uh, recreational aspect, or you may get um, information about technology, how to use it. Uh, from the point of view of AEBC, we uh, deal more with advocacy and promoting your human rights and your abilities to be able to participate in society um, as well as everybody else does. So you can belong to an organization that maybe only um, has recreational activities. Then you may belong to an organization who does advocacy. You belong to an organization who talks about technology. All of those are helpful, and everyone needs to um, do whatever the best is for them to help them in their everyday lives and whatever it is that they need. So, um Just as there are chapters of uh, CCB uh, across the country, are there also chapters of uh, AEBC? Yes, we do have several chapters in different provinces, and primarily um, we have them so that every community, for instance, can promote the the things, the issues, let's say, that are more um, 
prevalent to them, things that come up, the, 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 the current uh, issues, maybe we want to call them. So, for instance, in Toronto if, or in Ontario, Toronto, Ottawa, if there are problems with the LRT system, then that might be their advocacy focus point for the next few months. If in Kelowna, where I live, the real issues are more um, seniors and um, how to function as a blind person or a deafblind person, then that might be our focal point for a few months. So it depends where you're located. We have chapters in Vancouver, Kelowna, in Toronto, Ottawa, Saskatoon, Winnipeg, Halifax, and Montreal, although they haven't been as active lately, but they are still a chapter. And then there are those of us, uh, such as any members here in uh, the Peterborough area, who are members at large, and that's okay too, right? We have many members who do not wish to belong to a chapter, or maybe some feel that because they don't live in those areas, they can't be a member of a chapter. But I might uh, take this opportunity to let them know that uh, you can become a member of any chapter you wish, and um, you're still able to do the work, whatever you can contribute, whether it's by phone, by email, there's always a way. We have several members who are members of chapters not in the areas where they are located, and that's not a problem. One of my dreams is to have a chapter here in Peterborough one of these days, and so anyone who is interested, by all means, um, give me a shout at uh, insightpeterborough at gmail.com. And, uh, that would be wonderful. It just takes a few members to get together and, and uh, agree to do the work, and hopefully that will work out for you. Yes. Thank you. Now, AEBC uh, has a, a fundraiser going on in connection with um, Giving Tuesday, which is when this airs, will be tomorrow. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Giving Tuesday is a fundraiser run by, um, we're using the Canada Health um, fundraiser, and I think there are others but uh, through Canada Health. If a person would like to donate to AEBC, as they can donate to many charities, you would go to um, the Canada Health link and look for the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians. You'll find us there. Now, Giving Tuesday, from what I understand, is basically um, a takeoff on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and all the good deals that people are able to shop for during those times. Any money that you may have saved, you might wish to decide to give a little to an organization who could benefit from it. And the um, Giving Tuesday Challenge has been going for a few years now, and uh, ABC will take part this year again, as we did last year. It um, runs of course, like you say, on the Tuesday, usually following Cyber Monday, so December 3rd this year. And ABC will actually keep the fundraiser 
open for the whole month of December, so until December 31st. If you forgot to donate on Tuesday the 3rd, this does not preclude you from going to the site to make your contribution at any time until the end of December. And what a way to start uh, the fundraiser, uh, because Tuesday is also the uh, International Day of Persons with Disabilities, isn't it? Yes, it is, and it's, it's kind of neat this year that they fall on the same day, because um, this day is always reserved for December 3rd for the International Persons with Disabilities. However, Giving Tuesday is often the last Tuesday in November, it just depends on, you know, how the days work in the month for that particular year. But this year, it's carried over into December. So it is quite uh, befitting that they fall on the same day. Yes, perhaps it'll serve as a reminder a little bit that you are donating on a special day. Yeah, I hope so. That, that would be great. Because um, as well as uh, working on advocacy and that sort of stuff, you can get uh, peer support through AEBC as well, can't you? This is what we do a lot, and unfortunately, I well, I find it unfortunate that a lot of people don't recognize peer support as much as they should, because whether I'm in a meeting or I make a professional presentation somewhere, if I'm even just talking on the phone to a friend, helping them with whatever it might be, uh, life skills in the kitchen, how to find their way to the bus, whether it's a piece of technology they're having a problem with, I am advocating all the time. And I think all of us need to realize that every day you get up, as long as you're trying to help and as long as you're promoting something good, it is called advocacy. At least in my mind it is, and I think most of us would agree to that. Mm -hmm. So peer support is very, very important. Um, while it doesn't cost any money to usually help someone, we have expenses, general expenses, that still need to be looked after as a, um, an organization um, who needs to report to uh, the powers that be about our income and what we do. And so this is one of the reasons, the short-term reasons that we're trying to raise funds is to assist us with operational support. Uh, administrative support, things like our conferencing platform, uh, bookkeeper, auditors, anything like that. Buying insurance is something we have to do. It's not a privilege. It's something that we must do. And all these things cost money. Um, our long-term goal that we also have is to address the needs for um, redoing our website. It is absolutely outdated to the point where we won't be able to support it much longer, and it needs to be uh, restructured, and we're looking at thousands of dollars to do that. It's a very slow process. Yeah, so any little bit uh, will help if you're, if you're able to uh, donate any uh, as part of your Christmas uh, donation list, that's for sure. Absolutely, so and don't be afraid to share with your friends, your family, neighbors, anyone who you might think, and it doesn't need to be a large amount because at the end of the day, it all adds up, and we are so very grateful for your contribution. Now, if people would like to become members of AEBC, uh, what should they do? 
they can um, contact, uh, you know, they can look at our website info at blindcanadians.ca. They will there be able to um, find all the information they need to uh, either phone the 1-800 number or to um, find the application form that they can fill out and email back to uh, secretary at blindcanadians.ca. Um, so finding information about ABC or even just to put out a contact email so that we can call them back or email them back, whatever they choose, uh, the information is there. And uh, what are the current dues? The dues to be a member currently are $10 a year or $100 for lifetime membership. All yeah. dues must be paid for the following year by December 31st if you are a current member. And if you wish to join, of course, you can join any time, um, but uh, our fiscal year runs from January to December, so um, if you were to pay any time after October 1st, then that would guarantee you the membership for the following year. Okay, and uh, that website again is www.blindcanadians.ca? You can go to blindcanadians.ca to get information. You can also contact info at blindcanadians.ca and um, ask for someone to email you back. Or it's basically there's a contact form there. You can um, fill that out and uh, it will come to us and we'll follow your direction. Terrific. Is there anything else that you might want to pass along, Chantal? Um, I think that's about it for now, just to encourage people to make a contribution and or if you know someone who might benefit from becoming a member, put them in touch with us and we can have a chat with them and they can perhaps attend a chapter meeting wherever they might be located or just get a little more information so that they can assess for themselves whether this is for them. But certainly there's never any harm in attending a meeting as a guest sometimes so that you can hear what goes on, uh, meet a few people, and then you might be able to uh, make a better judgment as to this is something you might want to do. If you feel you have some time to volunteer, this is um, also a good place to check out. And some uh, chapters even uh, hold their meetings over the phone, don't they, like uh, on the Zoom platform or something like that's that? correct. Right? And that's precisely why we have it, because there are often occasions where it's not possible for people to meet in person. And even if there is a meeting that has 15 people meeting in person, this does not preclude you from attending on the phone as well during that same meeting. Right. Okay. Well, good luck with the fundraiser, Chantel. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. And thanks for telling us all about AEBC. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And there's lots of committee work that can be done if you're so inclined as far as joining AEBC is concerned. And uh, the other thing I wanted to pass along is uh, if you want the Canada Helps website, it's canadahelps.org. So anyway, um, we would. And the music.
we would encourage you to uh, to do that. So um, we do have some music, and um, this was from last year, the uh, Peterborough New Horizons band, the uh, Skylark um, band, uh, played a piece uh, uh, kind of like a medley called A Most Wonderful Christmas, and this is from uh, last year's uh, Christmas concert. And were you in that as well, Kevin? Uh, not Skylark. No, I'm Allegro. Oh, um, right. I'm uh, Skylark is the next one up from Allegro, but I was in the concert. Okay. I'm going to try and hope we get all this good music going. I do medley Christmas tunes. It's the most wonderful Christmas. Thank you. 
right, and that was uh, the Skylark Skylark Band from the Peterborough New Horizons Band. There are five levels, and uh, that's uh, the second one from the top, playing a most wonderful Christmas. Well, we do have one more guest. Um, you remember when uh, Chantel was speaking, we talked a little bit about tomorrow being the International Day of disabled uh, persons there, Bob, and there's plenty going on around town. And um, uh, Jason is the outreach coordinator with the uh, uh, Council for Persons with, Peterborough Council for Persons with Disabilities. I always have to stop and think about it when I <laughs> go to say that. <laughs> but anyway, I had a short chat with Jason uh, earlier uh, today, and here it is. Just a moment. Well, hi there, Jason, and uh, welcome back to the program. Well, thank you for having me. So it seems that there is a number of things happening uh, around town with regard to the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. Why don't you uh, begin? Do, do you happen to know the history of the uh, of the day? I think it started back in 1992, didn't it? I believe so, yes. And, and basically it was a day to celebrate uh, independence and, and to celebrate uh, disability and accessibility across the, you know, basically the world. So. Yeah. So um, most um, municipalities and uh, well, I was going to say provinces here in Canada and the country, of course, but we're concerned about Peterborough. So most municipalities have uh, events happen, and you know, I, and I understand that we have a number of events taking place around uh, this area, including uh, the uh, Peterborough Council for Persons with Disabilities. Absolutely. So on uh, Tuesday, uh, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, we will be hosting a get-together from 10 till 12 at the Venture North Building, which is on the corner of King and George, uh, in the main lobby there. We'll be hosting an opportunity for people to come get together, talk about accessibility, and around 10.30 or so, we will be hearing from the mayor, who will be announcing a proclamation about the uh, International Day of Disability, of course, and the celebrations that go along with it. And we'll be making a very special announcement at that point in time. Uh, shortly thereafter, we're going to be holding a mini demonstration of different uh, accessible devices that we make use of for the Time in My Shoes program, including some wheelchairs, uh, some vision simulator goggles, and some headphones. So we're going to invite people to come and try those uh, devices out and just get a feel for what it's actually like to live with a disability just for a few minutes. All right. Sounds good. Now, uh, are you also connected with other things happening uh, around uh, the city tomorrow? So there are a couple other programs happening. Uh, there's one that's happening down at uh, the city transit uh, right at the bus terminal there. It's a, the, the city's hosted program. Uh, and again, it'll run from 10 till 12 as well. And there you have an opportunity to speak to the transit authorities and, and meet the new uh, transit manager. And uh, they're going to have some you know, meet and greet stuff going on there as well. And then I know Christian Horizons is also holding a program from 10 till 12 Whoa. as well. They're, they're spot out on the, the Queensway. So there's a whole pile of things happening throughout. 
Yeah, too bad they weren't spread out a little bit during the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, many hands make light work, and I guess, uh, you know, given it is a work day per se, you know, trying to spread out too much might make it a little hard for everyone to get there, so. Well, maybe, yeah. So uh, it'll be a lot of come and go probably um, between uh, 10 and 12 at the various locales. Absolutely. But, you know, we're all going to celebrate the same thing, and I uh, understand the city is going to be doing a bit of a blitz when it comes to accessible parking spaces tomorrow, so they'll be kind of promoting uh, the you know proper usage of uh, accessible parking tickets and that kind of thing. So that's kind of neat, and, you know, and we will always continue to promote the Time in My Shoes program and our new community accessibility evaluation program as well. So we'll be talking about that during our, uh, our program at the Venture North Building. So while we're talking, Jason, maybe I could just get you to, to tell us uh, if a business or a school or whatever wants to uh, uh, book one of the, uh, one of the uh, Time in My Shoes presentations, how would they go about doing that? Absolutely. So the Time in My Shoes program uh, is actually designed to help for people grades 4 through 8 for elementary programs. Uh, we can do secondary and post-secondary programs and business programs. Uh, each of those programs is designed to create an experiential learning opportunity for people so that they can better understand about accessibility and inclusion. Uh, if anyone is interested in booking a program, you can go to uh, our website at www.pcpd.ca or you can email at tims, T-I-M-S, at pcpd.ca. Or you can call directly to the office at 705-874-8661. And of course, TIMS uh, stands for Time in My Shoes. That's correct, yes. When I first came to town, I thought it was tying my shoes. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out quite why it was called that, but uh, now I definitely understand Time in My Shoes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that uh, you want to uh, mention while you have the mic, so to speak? Sure, sure. So, again, we do have a new program called the Community Accessibility Evaluation Program. This is actually a, kind of an e-program. We do site visits to businesses or to other organizations or even outdoor spaces and do a first-person evaluation on the accessibility of that location. Uh, depending on what the, uh, the need is, whether it's for, say, um, a community event or whether the business is actually looking to get a full report on their uh, brick-and-mortar space, uh, we can provide a full written report, and which can you know, include everything from transit to uh, tra uh, traffic approaches to parking, uh, the full inside of the building, including washrooms, stairwells, that sort of thing. And it's all from a first-person perspective. So you're getting a, a, an evaluation from people living with different types of challenges. Uh, our two-man two teams are very capable, and we go in and take the average program works out to about five hours in total, which includes a full written report, which can be used for grant writing purposes and to help for people to, you know, create a more accessible environment in their businesses. Well, that's a very valuable addition to the programs that you offer. Yeah, we, we're really proud of it, and we've had several programs over the last couple of months, and everyone has some, uh, really enjoyed the, uh, the, the feedback. So not only do we do a full tour and we give a first-person perspective as we're touring through the space, but the written reports are really valuable, too, because many businesses 
for their patrons or for their customers, but also for their potential employees. So we're creating a more accessible Peterborough every day by doing these programs. And again, if someone wants to book one of those programs, you can contact us at 874-8661, area code 705, or you can again email at the time in my shoes, tims at pcpd.ca. Can you help, or would you help at all with uh, making websites more accessible? This is something we're actually exploring right now. We've uh, we've been approached by several different organizations and businesses to do document checks and to do website checks on accessibility. So at this point, we're just trying to figure out what the best methodology is to do this. So it is uh, something we're developing and we're hoping to have implemented in the new year. All right, terrific. You sound like a, a busy um, uh, lot of people down there at uh, PCPD. We keep very busy at the Peterborough Council for Persons with Disabilities. <laughs> Our volunteers are, are pretty uh, amazing individuals, and uh, they do give up their free time to come and do a lot of these programs to make sure that our community is more accessible. So a special thank you goes out to every one of those volunteers who comes out and does the Time in My Shoes programs, the Community Accessibility Evaluation programs, and anything else to do with CPD, including the Board of Directors. They're amazing individuals. All right. So just to uh, recap, uh, uh, all of those programs uh, or all of those things will be happening tomorrow for the International Day of uh, People with uh, Persons with Disabilities, and of course that's December 3rd. And uh, where again is, is the program that you're going to be offering? So our program will be from 10 till 12 o'clock at the Venture North Building located at the corner of King and George Street, uh, right in the main lobby. Uh, again, from 10 till 10.30, we'll be uh, offering some refreshments and a chance to mingle. Uh, 10.30 is a special announcement, and then we will be holding a miniature demonstration of different types of accessibility tools. All right. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Jason, and uh, good luck with everything uh, tomorrow. Thank you very much, Devin. The best of luck to you guys, and happy International Day of Disability. Okay, that's great. All right, good. Okay, Bob. Got it. Thank you very much, Jason. Okay, Bob. Well, thank you. All right, uh, I guess I didn't edit that out like I thought I had. <laughs> okay, well, it uh, does sound like a very busy day, doesn't it, tomorrow? Boy, I tell you, as it gets closer to Christmas, it gets busier and busier. It sure does. You bet. And speaking of Christmas, we have one more Christmas tune by the singing Post family, and I believe it's called Christmas Roses. Yeah, just a moment. Let's just see if you can get that up. Hold on. No, just a moment. And this, of course, is in uh, memory of uh, Norm Post, who just uh, passed away. And uh, thank goodness for music that they. Uh, artists like that keep, leave behind. Keep on, uh, yes. So um, we can listen again. Christmas roses to you I'm sending May they bring Christmas joy Roses will say I love you 
message echoes from my heart. Though I can't be with you on this Christmas day, remember that I'll always love you. Though I'm far away, Christmas roses to was a singing post family with Christmas roses. And Norm Post. Yes, yes. And uh, Bob, it's just about time for us to get out of here, but I will say that we'll have uh, one more show before Trent Radio takes its Christmas break, and um, we'll look forward to doing that, and then we'll look forward to uh, Christmas holidays. So. Um, and you know what? I'm sure that a lot of people are traveling, and be very careful. You don't know, like today, the weather, and we don't know what the forecasts are for sure, but please drive carefully and be careful at all times. If you're walking, there could be ice, snow, you never know. Yeah. So we'll say goodbye for now, and we'll catch you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>